0: Welcome to Enroute to Success, where we have raw, vulnerable conversations between Fitz DeSanto, Sam Boyer, and many talented individuals, unraveling the truths and principles of people's experiences, methods to grow, and discovering how to live a fulfilling lifestyle. Buckle up. The journey begins now.
1: Welcome back to our listeners and also welcome if you just plug into our podcast. How are you guys doing? Today we are so excited because we have this guest that I have been, it's a good friend of mine. So I'm gonna talk about who our guest is today. So his name is Eric Gilmet. He's an international model fitness coach, probably the most humble guy I've ever met. And he've been in book, cover, calendar, print music videos what else Eric I don't know but I've known Eric for almost a year now from the gym from all places so weird we talk in lockers and next thing you know we're talking there for a long time (laughs) he always has the biggest smile when you see him at the gym never fails to acknowledge you when you when you're there in the room best of all like this guy doesn't have a calendar you guys he only has a notepad so that's my favorite part
0: (laughs) I'm joined here with my co-host hi Sam how are you Fitz, I'm doing well. I'm, I'm loving these intros more and more. You're getting so good at them. But <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm doing awesome. I'm really excited, actually, that we have Eric with us today, because I feel in multiple different ways, we're going to learn a lot. And it's just been cool a little bit talking with you so far. So I'm definitely very excited.
1: Without further ado, I want to welcome Eric Gilmet to our podcast. Thank you, Eric, for joining us. This means so much to us, bringing light to our listeners.
2: Of course. Thank you, Fitz and Sam, for having me on. Uh, so far, again, Fitz, I definitely have a, a connection with you from the past year. And Sam, you're a new friend of mine. And it's uh, it's great to be here and talking to you guys about my life and everything else that you want to ask me. So it's, uh, it's an exciting time.
1: Yeah, no, we're really excited because you know, today for you to share more light and get to know who Eric is behind the camera, the Instagram, and your crazy Tech Talks videos. We want to really dive into that, but let's get to it, into it, Eric. I mean, for, for us, we always start with just kind of like a high overview of your background, you know, where Eric is from, just different highlights of your life until today. And, you know, as we know, we can always back up and peel them off as we go with the conversation. So I'll give you that floor.
2: Of course, yeah. So you you did touch on a lot of it. I am a uh, 27 years old. I'm originally from Boston, well, just outside of Boston, Massachusetts. And now I live, well, really, I live wherever I am, which is a great thing. But I actually technically live in Long Beach, California. And I'm a full-time model, part-time actor, and uh, I guess part full-time fitness coach as well. And I've been doing that for all of this for six years, but I've been full-time modeling for about a year and a half, two years now. And that's probably how you know me the best is uh, from seeing me on the other side of the camera, seeing all the, all the, you know, beautiful photos that I come out with, all the shoots that I do, and also seeing me uh, in person in the gym. And so that's a really unique thing that not a lot of podcasters in the interviews that I've done have gotten to see me is seeing me outside of just a modeling element. So I'm here to share my story with you guys and, uh, this will be a lot of fun to dive into.
1: Thank you, Eric. That was that was really good. And you're right. I mean, there, there's not a lot of podcasters that actually, I see you, we say hello, we high five, you know, when we're at the gym. So I, I got that connection and thank you for that. I think one of the things that really what we want to focus on in this segment was the mental health because knowing your history, right? Like with me just talking to you, you were in the, the bodybuilding industry and then you get into the fitness coaching The thing with me is like really struck me when you say your mind is the most powerful muscle. And that means so much because you're big with mental state from your transformation from the bodybuilding to being a full time model. Can you tell us more about like your thought process, having that good mental health? Why is it so important to you and how did you transition from that, you know?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So like like you mentioned, my background is in bodybuilding. And um, as a bodybuilder, for any bodybuilders listening or people that might know a bodybuilder, uh, you're very focused on the end goal, which is getting to the stage, looking your best at a very specific moment. And going through the process of getting there can be a little bit of a, uh, it can be a little trying. You know, it can be, you're going to have days where you're low energy, where you just want to eat because you're dieting for so long, you're training extremely hard. And it actually becomes more of a mental process than it becomes a physical one because your body is so used to the physical of lifting all the time, of doing cardio, of doing all those, you know, tangible parts of of training and getting ready for the stage. But it actually becomes a mental process where you are 100% devoting all of your energy to something and trying to go through those trials and tribulations to get to the stage. And now being outside of the bodybuilding industry, we're just living – in my day-to-day, mental health is by far the most important part of my journey. I wake up and I am happy because I've programmed my mind to, to be happy. I know that sounds a little weird to say, but if you are able to control your mind and you're able to train your mind, just like a muscle, uh, you can be as happy as you want to be, or you can be as sad as you want to be, you know, for fits for you. If you, uh, if you went through, if you and I went through the same experience and you know, you're going to have a different experience with it than I would. And again, a lot of that comes because of our, our hard wiring, because of the way we think and the way that we approach things mentally. So Yeah. Mental health is absolutely huge. And anyone that is going through any sort of process right now, I definitely recommend, uh, taking a step back and just looking at how mentally aware you are, of how you're feeling during that time or, um, how mentally aware of you are of your decisions, you know, because again, happiness is a decision and that's what I'm here to talk to you guys about is happiness and just living a good life. I
1: love it. So would you say from the bodybuilding aspect, kind of just Almost a wake-up call for you when you were going through it. Can you walk us through the process and what was going on in Eric's head and how you got to where you are today in relates to your mental um, thought process?
2: Yeah. So when I was bodybuilding, it's not to say that I wasn't happy when I was bodybuilding because I've always been a pretty happy-go-lucky person. But um, there's a lot of stress of bodybuilding where you know you're you're a little miserable for a while. You know, you get. I'm natural, so I've never taken drugs and I was competing naturally. So, you know, my sex drive was low, I was low energy, I was tired you know, I just wanted to eat. It's like, it was a lot of things that you want, but you can't have them because you have to, you have to go through this, this process, take that. And again, then once you get on stage and you do all that, you feel great and you're like excited and it's all that, but it, it becomes a point of, do the ends justify the means? And then once I transition out of that, I just became in love with actually who I am, what my body is and what I'm doing, then I just learned to enjoy every single day, you know, squeeze the juice out of every single day and then get to where I am now of actually finding a way to draw positives in everything I'm doing every single day. So it's a, a, a roundabout answer. It took it took me going through that hard time in my life to get to where I am now.
0: Got it. Uh, I love that thought process. And I guess my question is with that and kind of how you mentioned because you were speaking my language with programming your mind and like choosing to be happy. When did that become evident that you could do that? Or did you learn that in some way? What was the turning point for getting to that understanding that you can't actually choose? And and how do you choose to program yourself to be happy?
2: So me and Fitz actually talked about this off air at lunch. And Uh, we talked about how I had gone through something that was a little bit of a hardship or I shouldn't say a little bit. It was, it was pretty life-changing. I was with a girl for four and a half years and we split all of a sudden. Long story short is she cheated on me and that pushed me to get down here to Southern California. If that didn't happen, I might not be sitting here in Southern California right now. It went going through that horrible moment of impact to then push me to want to live a better life, to want to be happier, to want to. And I pushed myself into this uncomfortable place where I knew no one. I didn't know the area. I didn't exactly know what I was going to do. But I used that as motivation to just be like, okay, I want to be happier. I want to live a better life. What can I do to do that? And then every single day, I just built on it. I was like, okay, anytime that I'm negative, I'm going to find a way to look for the positive in something. And it it didn't happen overnight. It wasn't like I just like woke up 10 days later and I was like, Oh, this is amazing. Like I'm just living in pure bliss right now. That's not how it happened. It really was a building process. Just like going to the gym is just like, you know, training is just like being at your job and you get better and better and better at it. That's exactly what it turned into. And, uh, And yeah, now I've, I've really taken over control of my mind my mental state, you know, my spiritual state, just how I feel on a day to day. And it's a, it's a beautiful thing that I've been able to kind of craft and get to share with all of my, all of my followers along this, this journey.
1: That's really good, Eric. Thank you, Sam, for saving me. I was just telling Sam my the garbage truck is here, so <laughs> <laughs> We want to make sure this this podcast is genuine, but thank you, Sam. No, Eric, that was such a good answer and so inspiring. I know I didn't say that you're a traveler too at the beginning in the intro, but I know that you've traveled so much. Do you think that that part of you being a traveler kind of opens you up in being open to different cultures and the way you are today as a person?
2: Oh, absolutely. Um, I mentioned to you, Fitz, that I have traveled to 27 countries in my 27 years. Uh, You know, one of my favorite things to do, people always ask me like, you know, what's your hobbies? And one of my hobbies is exploring new cultures, exploring new, new places. That's just something that I love to do. And because of that, it's given me perspective. And I think having perspective in anything you do is super important that way so that you are able to really like just feel and understand like, you know, if you've been to a third world country, you understand all the privileges that we have being here in America. Because of that, it's allowed me to have a much more open minded approach to things. And now I am, uh, you know, for lack of a better word, I'm, I'm just in a really good place mentally to be able to see both sides of things and choose how I decide to see. them.
1: Amazing what that do to you huh? and seeing different cultures because in different side of things, you kind of recognize that you're just like everybody else, but also it gives you humility. Would you say that,
2: Eric? Oh my God. Yeah. If you go to, I was in Vietnam and there, you know, I was working out at a gym there, which for it would not be a gym here in America because of, all all the privileges that we have here of having, you know, clean uh, new equipment and and equipment that's been looked after and cared for and all this stuff. And people in Vietnam, for example, they want to know, you know, they don't have the education on how to train, how to eat right, how to do all these things that we have here in America and we take for granted. So almost like look at bettering yourself at the gym. If you look at it as you actually get to work out versus I have to go work out, those are like two ways that you can approach a situation mentally. So for anyone who wants to work out right now, that's like, I need most of motivation, literally look at it that you get the chance to work out at a nice gym. That's probably within a mile of your house versus I I have to go work out and I have to go suffer for an hour. You know, it's like, there's, there's a way that you can approach all these situations mentally. So having that world traveling humility, it's a huge
0: benefit in in my favor.
1: Lawyer, I can see you leaning in. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, I, I want people to, to realize one thing that you just mentioned that's so important because, well, first of all, so happy that you got to travel to these many countries. I'm sure you got many more on the list because the, the little bit of international travel that I've done has been just nothing but phenomenal and broadening the perspective. So totally agree there. But the thing that i want to key in on is the specific language that you used in saying i get to work out versus i have to work out and i mean we can apply that in literally all areas of our lives but that's just something i wanted to highlight because it's so important and it's obviously created a lot of motivation for you in your own world and then that's how you're sharing it with other people so i just wanted to highlight that before we before we moved on
2: Absolutely, Sam. Yeah. It, like I said, it's uh when I said I programmed my mind, that's again, part of the programming is how you look at a situation. So again, if, for anyone who's listening right now, it's not going to happen overnight where you're just sitting there and you're like, Oh my God, like, you know, I, I'm going to change the way that I look at everything right now. It's not going to happen like that. If, if it was that easy, everyone would be positive all the time. And the world would just be sunshine and, and rainbows everywhere you went. But, um, being a real realistic person, it's going to take a lot of work, it's going to take a lot of effort on your part to to really choose being happy and just being, you know, grateful for everything that you have versus, you know, the other side of the ball of, you know, I have to do this, or I can't believe I have to do that, you know, it's like, there, there's a really good, good way to look at it.
1: That sounds so good, Eric. And thank you, Sam, for that thought. Another thing, my next question here is, I heard you say all the time, human interactions, the essence of life, this Totally, like, speaks to us, you know, especially to me. And I love that you smile to everybody, Eric, I see it, you know, so you give your smile to everyone, you acknowledge people, you're so good at that. I know how it makes you feel good. Can you explain a little bit more like why you say human interactions, the essence of life and what you mean by that?
2: Yeah, for sure. So, like I mentioned, being a model, you know, uh, I I have a background that's in actually for the viewers, for the the listeners that don't know, I have a background in finance and uh, mathematics and all these other things that I did before I became a model. So, it's given me a really great perspective on how lucky I am to get to do what I do now. And the part of my journey that I love the most is getting to share it with people to getting to actually share it with you know whatever people want to classify themselves as, as a fan of mine, as a follower of mine, as a supporter of mine, I get to share my happiness. I get to share my love. I get to share my stories. I get to share really great parts of the life that I love living with people. So part the biggest part of that is interacting with these people who care about me so much and care about my journey so much. Of course, I have the time to then go back and get to talk to them and share my story. That That's why I love doing you know, these podcast interviews, because it's like I I get some of the nicest messages where people will tell me, hey, like you literally helped me cure my anxiety just from hearing you talk about something positive or just hearing about how you approach a situation. That means more to me than any photo that I've taken ever will. You know, it's like that's all part of the journey. But our connection with each other and, and that's been the hardest part of this pandemic is the actual human connection has been drastically limited especially in a person-to-person like real setting but it's also changed the way that we connect with each other and it's really opened up the social media oh it's being one of our main interactions so for that i'm very blessed um, because i have an uh, easy way to be able to share with other people to be able to connect with people um from you know, my fingertips and that's uh you know so if you're someone listening right now and you're wondering uh how can I make my life better? Well, think about how you interact with other people. If you interact with mostly negative people, then you're probably going to be in a negative headspace. But if you interact with positive people, if you surround yourself with positive people, if you try and find the positive in talking to anyone that you talk to, all of that will benefit your mental state and that person's life too
1: spoken like a true human being um i see sam nodding his head over there too um sam do you have any other thoughts and thank you Eric. that was such a good light before we wind down our first segment sam do you have any other thoughts that you want to put into the floor
0: yeah absolutely well one i love that you're you're adapting right in the virtual world that things have changed and you probably have as a result of that, even more of an impact because more people are online and connecting through those ways. So beyond that, you know, I don't, I don't know your, your followers besides, you know, maybe me and Fitz, but the, uh, the impact you're having is probably immense and it's probably greater than it's ever been. So it's just really cool that, that you're doing that, but I got to ask semi-serious question. So obviously you're an intelligent guy, mathematics and finance. I caught that. What actually, Did you sit down and do the math and think, no, you know, modeling or bodybuilding is a better route or what really drove you to make that shift? Because obviously you could have had a successful career there, but you made this transition here, too
2: yeah that's um that's such a great question, and you posed it in such a such a good way. So having a mathematical mind and a background in that, I did work in finance for two and a half years, uh, part when I was in college and then a little bit after college as well. And what I learned along the process is that I don't love working in money as much to be able to like, you know have that justify the money that I make. You know, if I had done wealth management and I worked on Wall Street and all that, I'm sure I'd be making really good money right now, but I might not have the quality and the flexibility of life that I have doing what I do now. I, you know, I was at this corporate finance job that I learned very early on I didn't like. And as a way to get out of that, I built my own online fitness coaching business. And once I was making enough money that I could support myself from that business, I walked away from the other job. And since then, it, again, it hasn't been all sunshine and rainbows. I've gone through my trials and tribulations with that. But then as soon as I became a full-time model, um, I really like just fell in love with what I did. And I just chased being happy. I chased doing something that I liked within the modeling space. And because I did that, because I wasn't chasing money, the money came. You know, like I think that a lot of people have this uh, misconception in their head that they have to have everything figured out financially before they go do something. And I think part of actually just chasing the actual enjoyment because if you truly love doing something the money will come especially if you have a business entrepreneurial mindset the money will come if you're doing something that you love every day if you're doing it and you know you're only chasing the money I wouldn't recommend anyone that's just getting in the modeling to, for for money purposes to do it because you're you're not going to make a cent because uh, if you look at the average male model salary, especially male model, it's it's garbage. It is horrible. You know, it is it is not great money. If if that's your approach to it and you're just in this for the money, it's not gonna work. But if you truly love creating art or or you know again this applies to all fields, not just modeling. If you you know if you truly love accounting, if you truly love you know agriculture, it might not be immediate. It might take a few years. It might take you working some jobs that are not exactly The ones you want to be in. But if you truly love doing something, the money will come because you're gonna work at it and it's not gonna feel like work. Like I've never feel like I work a day in my life right now, even though I am incredibly busy and fits can be a a a testimonial for that of how busy I am. But I feel like I'm not working. I'm just enjoying my life, doing everything that I'm doing every day.
0: That's so amazing. And I'm I'm sure it plays so much in the mental state. So thank you for for answering that. And I definitely cleared up <laughs> the question that I had. So Fitz, I, I know, I know you got a thought, so I'll pass it back to you.
1: Yeah, no, no. Um, Thank you, Sam and Eric. That was such a good answer. And that actually would wrap up our first segment. And then we're going to go on our second segment that would be focusing on modeling and fitness. So for you guys, we're going to wrap this up and we'll see you guys on the next segment.